everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. Hey everybody, I want to welcome back Tracy Smothers to Booking the Territory and the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. Tracy, uh, like I told you in New Orleans, I want to thank you again for uh, coming on a second time. I had, It's uh, been two years since you were on last time. We talked about a lot of stuff, so I figured, uh, hey, I'll bring you back on and we can, uh, we can talk about a few other things. And and uh, But how you doing today, man? You hanging in there? Yeah, all right. As I say, I do some work outside and burn up, boys. Man, I swear, gallons. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but, uh, yeah. yeah, doing fine. It's uh, how's it's your hot, world? Uh, it's a hot summer, and um, I, 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 I don't understand people yeah. who don't like the winter. Not that I have to deal with winter where I'm at, but man, yeah. I don't know. I'd prefer the the cold uh, as opposed to this uh, heat during the summertime, personally. But that's just my opinion. How about you? Uh Either one's rough. You gotta. <laughs> they say it takes your body two weeks to a month to adjust to the seasons. You know what I mean? And now with the way the atmosphere is, the ozone layer, it's it's hot. That sun's you know that heat index is higher and the humidity is higher than it ever was when we were kids. You know, it's crazy. I had a I, I had a friend say that. He cold said, weather. You, cold weather. Go ahead. I was gonna say I had a friend say that. He said, "Man, you can't tell me that's the same sun that we played in as kids." Yeah, it just seems a lot more intense. Than, I know we're older, but, but uh, you know, they say that, you know, that ozone has ate up a lot of all the stuff they're shooting in the space and all the nuclear plants. And, you know what I mean? You know, all that. So, but the cold weather, all these old injuries going all on. And, but the weather change, the drastic weather change always gets to me. Uh, you know, it just, it just kicks your ass. It does. It's rough. Yeah, I hear that. Well, let me get let me get started on a few questions. Uh, I actually had some listener questions this time, man, because everybody's been. Fo- I just want to tell you, everybody's been following along with this Smoky Mountain show we've been doing now for over three years. We've got less than a year to go. Uh, just a message from all the listeners out there. They uh, they love you in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. They love everything that you did in the promotion. It's been a fun ride these first three years. You came in, I want to say, five months or so into Smoky Mountain's run. So uh, yeah, everybody uh, out there, they just want to say thank you for your uh, for your Smoky Mountain run. And, and uh, I, I know Smoky Mountain meant a lot to you. And like you told me when we were in New Orleans, you were saying uh, it was just a fun run, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I got released from WCW, and you know you got kind of the chip on your shoulder, and just felt like had something to prove, and just and that was getting new and getting going. And I actually said, Jimmy, every now and then I'd see him, or he he make would call me like once a month, and he didn't come out and say what he was doing, but he was working on something, and uh, he stayed in touch with me for about a year, and I because I was really considering getting out of uh, business in 92 when I got released and uh, uh, going back, getting finished and getting my degree and go coach, coach and teach, you know? Uh, and, uh, you know, if he taught me out of one for him, I would have got out in 92. I would have, I would have got out. I don't know to hug him or to shoot, I don't know to hug him or to shoot him. <laughs> nah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what I mean? No, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you but, mean. But, it's but, a, Jimmy, I know exactly Jimmy, what you mean. They, he did. He, 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 about once a month, he'd call me or I'd see him. 
got shot when I was finishing up WCW a couple times. He came by and stuff just to see the boys. And, you know, but because uh, uh, him and Stan had left out of there, Bobby stayed, and uh, they'd walked out. You know, before that, uh, you know, I don't want to say that. I can't remember about him and Stan. No, no, no. I, I re- yeah, no. I remember the circumstances. We've yeah. talked about it on the show, yeah. like um, when they left and everything, yeah. but. Hey, I got a question for you. You know, we, we've told the story on the show of how, like, Stan Lane met Ric Flair and how Stan got in the wrestling business through meeting Ric Flair. Um, Stan is somebody we've talked about all the time on both of our NWA shows and Smoky Mountain shows since he was there, you know, through much of the early part of Smoky Mountain. Um, you got any outrageous Stan Lane stories from your time either in Smoky well, or, I, uh, or I don't WCW? know if it's, it's kind of known, but I don't know how it is. Steve Kern and Stan Lane, when they were the fabulous ones in uh, the old USWA, CWA, for Jerry Waller and Jerry Jarrett, uh, when they were a team and they were for years, they trained me. Stan right. and Steve trained me in the business. And then uh, I, I, I trained with them. And then after that, I trained with Tojo Yamamoto. Uh, and then after that, I was around Bob Armstrong. You know what I mean? You know? And, uh, but, but Stan... Uh, well, I tell you, back in the day, he was they the Fabs were so hot they were over. You know, it was when um, not long around the same time when WWF started going nationwide, but maybe a little before that's when they were really hot. Uh, you know, and uh, he they were Stan. You'd see Stan out at the bars. He was a, a bachelor, and a, you know what I mean. And he was he'd run, run around. He wouldn't he'd drink a little bit too, but he always took care of himself good and. You know, and always was, you know, he was, he stems everywhere, you know, and Steve was married, kids, you know, and everything, and, uh, you know, was a family man, but uh, Stan was out there, boy, he was a bachelor, you know what I mean? Uh, he was having a good time. He was, uh, back in the 80s, I mean, they were, they were a big deal, they, they God, some of the uh, shows, I went with them a couple times when I first, you know, they were training me, and uh, they they were like rock stars the way they'd mob the car to have security, get them in the car and everything out of there, everything. It was crazy, you know, and uh, you don't see that, <laughs> but, uh, a different era, you know, and, and man, they were, they were, they were over and, uh, you know, trained me, showed me a lot, taught me, I learned a lot riding the car with them and it was always good to me. And then, uh, to get to work, uh, uh in WCW, I was around Stan at some in 87 at the old Florida territory, uh, Florida championship wrestling. And I remember when Stan, I was there when he got the call, uh, to put him with, uh, Bobby Eaton, Midnight Express, Dennis Condry had, uh, went on hiatus, just he disappeared, <laughs> you know, and, uh, uh, Stan got the call and, uh, and then got to work with Steve and I got to work with him. Bobby said a couple few times during 87 when Rocket had bought it out. Uh, the port office and made it like a farm league kind of like you know right and, uh, dusty dusty and then we'll come in and uh, uh we got to work with them in uh uh st pete florida i remember at 87 and then uh we went up for a week, a week or so we got to work with them in baltimore uh greenville south carolina and charlotte you know in, uh, in 87 and then again in, in 90 when i was in wcw steve and i got to work with them and uh I believe it was yesterday, uh, Mike, uh, the 29th anniversary of uh, that card, uh, Great American Bash, when Steve took the belt off of Ric Flair. 
and I would yep. not express that night. Yeah, it's hard to believe it was 29 years ago. I was going to ask you about that. We actually had a question. Like I said, I, I had uh, polled uh, some of the listeners um, you know, on our Patreon page. And uh, a gentleman by the name of Don Depinet, he said, uh, in his opinion, one of the greatest tag team matches he had ever seen was the Southern Boys versus the Midnight at the 1990 Great American Bash. Uh, what memories do you have of that match and that night? I think I've heard you talk about this before. Um and it, it sounded like you had good memories from it, and Jimmy and Stan pretty much laid things out. Uh, the midnight oh, yeah, pretty much laid yeah, things yeah. out for y'all. But uh, what kind of memories Jimmy, you got from Stan, that match? Bo- Jimmy, Stan, Bobby, you know what I mean? You know, and uh, we just followed and you know and, and listened and uh, and uh, worked on and we worked together nightly for two three weeks there uh, before we had that match there. And just had not been home. We just wore out, tired. Well, I remember that. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, God, I mean, uh, the energy in the in the in the Baltimore Arena was a classic arena, you know. And uh, that was just, you know, that was something when you're a young man and first pay per view I've ever been on. I threw up from it. <laughs> I was nervous, <laughs> you know. Even though we worked with them every night, you know, and, and then they're just so relaxed and just such great, great people to work with, you know. I'll tell you, Jimmy. You know, Stan, Bobby, or Steve. You know, uh, 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 yeah, it was, it was awesome. You know, so. But it got good reviews. You know, everywhere. I always, always get, have people. Uh, you know, mention that to, to me that about that. And um, shortly after that, I, I seemed like uh, oh, we had the book, and 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 uh, him and Jimmy didn't agree on stuff. You know how it is. And uh, what I remember was. I didn't know what they exactly were going to do. We had done the, uh, what's that, Halloween Havoc we did. And uh, uh, Steve, St- Midnight worked with Ricky Morton and Tommy Rich. Robert had blew his knee out. It was in Chicago. And then we were working with uh, 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 Kevin Nash and Al Green. They were called Master Blasters or something. I can't remember Jimmy got into it. Oh, they want to bust a punk and old Jimmy or something. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then uh, yeah, Jim Hurd's idea, you know, something like that. And Jimmy's like, we leave him going. Oh, Jimmy, they're going off. He, he's like, fuck no, GD this, that. I'm not doing that. Oh, he fuck that. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he was going ballistic. And, you know, I don't know what's going on. And I didn't know what I understand. We're just all sitting there and just go there, do whatever they do. I mean, you're working for Ted Turner, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, yeah, it's whatever was there was their business. And uh, they had us do a thing where we come out and uh, and head on, uh, dress like Jimmy Cornette with the tennis rackets, you know, and then and, and everything and glasses on and all, and then the crazy outfit, you know, how Jimmy wore on crazy suits. You know, and, and uh, you know, and stuff, and had that, and distracted them, and caused them to get beat, and then then they had did something where he come out and come caused us to get beat, and we thought we were uh, going to work with them, but then we got to TV, I believe, it was a little after that. If I'm right, I'm not, I can't remember how exactly. When it, uh, all I know is I got to TV, and Jimmy and Stan had walked out at, at uh, PBS, you know. Uh, Center stage TV mm-hmm. back in the big, the back in the big uh, WCW show was WCW Saturday Night, right? You know, and, 
And so uh, Steve, my old partner, was sick. Something hit him, man. I can't remember. He was pretty bad sick. Couldn't be there. So they put me in a single match, and I got to work on Bobby Eaton in a single match. And, uh, you know, and, and, and of course, Bobby's great. And uh, they went good and, and all. And, uh, but uh, I think Steve and I might have started working with Freebirds after that. But Stan and Bobby was gone. You know, or Stan, Stan and uh, Jimmy and me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do, I, I do remember that. You're talking about Ole. Uh, did you get along with yeah. Ole? He was always all right to me. He, he's, I mean, Ole was an asshole prick to everybody. You know, that's just Ole. That's the way he is. If he wasn't firing on you about something, you better. That's when you better worry. You know what I mean? Like some of them coaches, they're not riding your butt real hard. Yeah, you be you better watch it. You know, but that's how Ole was. But, uh, yeah, he, he was always good to me. I mean, I, I, I could never say nothing bad about all he, he'd be He'd be right up front with you. If he had a problem with you, he'd let you know. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you got to respect yeah, you, that. I'd rather that, you know, go behind your back. You know what I mean? No, you you actually nailed it on something. It's like uh, when those coaches actually they they when they ride your ass about different things yeah. and they get on you, then then it's like oh well yeah they, you know it, it's it's a good thing like because if they didn't care they they'd leave you the hell alone and they wouldn't do your work. Right, right, right. So you know it's kind of that's why he that's why I took it with him. You know, Bill Watts was that way. You know what I mean? You know, and, and uh, that's why you took it with God. You know, that's how they operated, and you just that's the way it is. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Ole, you uh you worked a program with Brian Anderson, uh, who didn't have a long career based on everything we looked at. What was it like working with uh Brian in Smoky Mountain Wrestling? Because uh, it's a weird. Come out of colleg- yeah, he just come out of collegiate wrestling. He wrestled UT Chattanooga. Of course, he was you know, around Atlanta area somewhere, you know, his dad. And, uh, um, you know, and uh, uh, he had worked from WCW. And I don't remember how it all went, you know. But, uh, oh boy, we would, like, work at two. Wrestle. No high spots, nothing. And you fade, Tracy, you fade not. I can barely hear you. I don't know if you're, if it's your uh, signal. Can you hear me? Can you yeah. hear me now? Yep. Hello? Is that okay? Are you yeah, hearing me? I can hear. That's better. Okay. Anyway, Jimmy had us uh, working. Uh, first, we were doing like 10-minute Broadways, I think, and then 20-minute uh, Broadways and went to 30-minute Broadways. And uh, we do a lot of wrestling, like working a shoot. You know, it's like a little bit of shoot, you know, uh, actual wrestling, you know. And, and, uh, and uh, boy, uh, it got me in ring shape. I asked Brian was a beast. You know, he was a great wrestler. And, and he was a wrestler, straight up wrestler, you know. And, uh, um, and, and I, if I'm right, I believe he worked program me for three, four months. And I think he, I don't think he, I don't know if he ever, I think he, I believe he went back to school. It seemed like I saw only a few years ago uh, at a convention. And always said he, I believe he's a lawyer now. Yeah, you are like correct. That. We we looked it yeah. up. I know. I know he wasn't wasn't in Smokey for too long, but you're right. You you and he worked that yeah. program for a while. Yeah, a lot of Matt wrestling. Well, yeah. yeah, and that was it. And then he, he went, went to school and became an attorney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He never had nothing to do with it again. You know? Good for and hey, good for him, well. man. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, good for him. Um, but any lasting memories of that feud besides the mat wrestling and the? I, I didn't realize y'all had done so much like I guess house shows and spot shows where y'all were. Yeah, you know, doing oh, a lot yeah. of doing a lot of thirty and forty five minute uh, broadways. We did a lot of twenty thirty minute broadways. Sure did wrestling. I mean wrestling. You know what I mean? Fireman's carries yeah. and the takedowns, switches, side rolls, all that, and kind of working and shoot. You know, and, and do. But, you're on the mat, and you're the guy that just come out of college wrestling. And I wrestled in school, but it'd been a while. <laughs> you know? yeah. And uh, it get you in shape. He was in great shape, you know, cardio, you know, you know wrestling shape, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I really like. I'd like to have. I'd like to see some of those matches. Uh, and I, I can't see. I don't know if there is any on YouTube or not. I'm sure you can top it in. I guess. Oh, uh, I don't. Right? I'd have to look to see what's on YouTube as far as like the the house shows and and whatnot. The, yeah. the stuff that you guys did on TV on the on the weekly episodes was it was a lot of promos. Yeah. There was some, some. I mean, you you guys had a couple of matches on TV, but it was nothing real long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Just quick yeah. stuff. So, yeah. uh. But we had a question from uh, David Jordan wanted to know that one of our uh, longtime listeners and a Patreon member. So he was asking about that. So I wanted to make sure I got that in regarding Brian yeah. Anderson. Um, everyone talks about ECW, but there are matches in Smoky Mountain. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but I've never asked you this where there are, you know, everybody involved is eventually an ECW type person. Let me, do you think that Smoky Mountain gets enough credit for being, I'll call it, I guess this is my words, innovative in 1994, uh, in that I swear, not that it was extreme, but I felt like, like Smoky Mountain, there were times in Smoky Mountain where it felt like we were watching a precursor to some of the stuff we end up seeing with the talent in ECW. I mean, I mean, I don't have to say it, Chris and balls and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of guys went on there and other places too, and did real well. You know, WWF, WCW, all of it. Uh, but uh, Jimmy would build just things like that, the hardcore type matches. You know what I mean? He didn't just throw it out there and do it. He, he did the old territory style, and you know, and, and, and uh, you know, and, and he'd make it mean something. He didn't just throw it out there. You know, a street fight or cage match or anything, you know, he built to that. He built to that to his big shows and, you know, stuff like that. That's what I can remember. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure some ideas got took from a lot of people, stuff he did. And he, he, uh, he got a lot of his stuff from the old Memphis area, but he, he modified his, how he wanted to present it. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, uh, great mind. Uh, he taught me how to do interviews. He did. Babyface interviews. He told me how to do interviews. Period. You know, and, and he, 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 yes. he did. He did. He did. And um, I just followed him. You know what I mean? You know, and I, I, he, he gave me bullet points. Didn't, he didn't memorize nothing and get over. You know, and you know, and and, and how you felt most comfortable presenting. And uh, of course, I mean, nobody does do an interview like him. You know, I seen Paul E. try to debate him one time. I'm going to say 90 or 91. It was a pay-per-view in the bar that day. He tried to debate with Jimmy. Jimmy cut him up quick. 
D- did he? <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> got the gift of gab like Jimmy. No, Jimmy well, cut him up, boy. Paulie, he, he backed right off. He did. Hey, and that's saying, and that's saying something, Tracy. Because I mean, oh, like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. Paul, Paul can Paul can promo. I mean, he can he can talk. Yeah, it's not oh, like yeah. he's a slub or something, you know. And for hey, Jimmy for Cornette, cut him up and Missy Hot, both of them, they were they were in there together. Just hanging out, you know what I mean. And, I mean, it was all Wait. good fun. It was nothing, you know. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. You know, it was all good. But oh, he couldn't. He didn't want no part of Jimmy. <laughs> he, he cut up Paul and who else? Who else did you say was there? Missy uh, Hyatt. I believe Missy was with him, and I don't think. Oh, really fired okay, Missy. <laughs> they just went back, and you know what I mean. You know, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jimmy no, really no. is the one that gave Paul E his, his big break when the original. Uh, Midnight Express come into WCW. Yep, with, uh, they did that angle. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's he, true. No, we no. got him on the big stage. You know what I mean? You know, and yeah, and, uh, nationwide TV. And, uh, so, J- Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy gets on the roll, man. He starts slicing people up. That's for damn sure. Oh, oh, amazing. <laughs> I, or yeah. if, I, I, if I play on my computer, if I'm good on YouTube. If I run across he take do if it ain't too long, do I usually listen to Jimmy? <laughs> he just buries everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He tells it like it is. He tells it like it's funny. You know, we we, we talked to him uh been three years ago now when we were first starting the Smoky Mountain show. We had him on and uh yeah. we, we equated you to um and I don't know if you'll agree with this or, or you know or not, but we equated you to like you were almost like the Hulk Hogan of, of Smoky Mountain. And, and hear me out first when I say that. You were that baby face that these people loved. And I swear, man, you'd come out swinging that Confederate flag, whipping it around, and these people would lose their mind behind their Tracy Smothers with their stars and bars. And it was, it's glorious, man, when you watch it. Uh, you, you were... Uh, you, again, I'm, I'm using the term loosely when I say you were like their Hogan, but it, it was amazing. Now, as I say that, I do I do think also Dirty White Boy, Tony Anthony, oh, my God, Rock, his greatness yeah. on display was there, too. So, Rock and uh, Roll Express, Rock and Roll Express, you know what I mean? That revitalized yeah. their career. Uh, that run there, it did. It did. Jimmy put them back together you know, and uh, threw their first big house in Johnson City. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure did, sure did, and uh, and you in the heavenly bodies, you know, Stan, Tom Pritchard, and Tom Pritchard, and uh, uh, Jimmy Del Rey. Jimmy. What a team! Oh man, Jimmy Del Rey was a heck of a great worker, and uh, uh, you know Brian Lee uh, and Sonny. You know, of course, and then you go over here, uh, Unibom Kane, Al Snow. Uh, there were so many. Got D'Lo Brown, the Gangsters. You know. Uh, you know, I mean, just gosh, you know, it was unreal. We'll see that, uh, Boo, Tracy, Boo, Brad, Boo Bradley, you know, he Chris Candido. Yeah, oh, yes, 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 Chris Candido. See, that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's amazing, you know, like people talk yeah. about like ECW's contrib- contributions to pro wrestling and all the talent that came from ECW, which I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah certainly did. Yeah, when yeah. you go through the Smoky Long Mountain alumni, from- a lot of people came from Smoky Mountain that, that did great yeah. things. Well, another one too, uh, uh, Brian Clark. Uh, he was uh, uh, God. What was he called? Yeah, uh, uh, the uh, yeah, uh, uh, the Night Stalker. Yeah, he was Night Stalker in in, in Smoky Mountain, and uh, he worked WCW a little before that. And Jimmy right. brought him into Smoky Mountain, and then he went to WWF as uh, I can't remember what he was called. Adam Bomb. 
that's it. That's it. And then and yeah. he went from there and went to WCW and had right. a long run there with him and Brian Adams. God rest his soul. You know, and, uh, you know, and then uh, he, he went back up to WWE for a bit, but I don't know what happened. But he was a great talent and should have, God, he should be, we should, he should still be out there, you know, making money and going and, and uh, you know, you know what I mean? A lot of, a lot of politics in the business uh, in anything you do. You know, but, but, I, uh, I agree. I mean, I look at, um, Tracy and I want, I want your thoughts on this person. Like I look at a guy like, um, Tony Anthony, which I, I think, oh, he's uh, great, great. I, in yeah. like, to me, I can, I'd almost make that a guy like him, if you couldn't pick Cornette or you couldn't, you know, if you couldn't pick Jimmy as like an MVP of Smoky Mountain for its run, I feel like Tony Anthony just was, uh, he was superb, whether it was a heel and a few oh, yeah. worked with you or he yeah, was a baby yeah. face. Um, how, yeah. how, how good was Tony Anthony? If you could speak on that. Oh, he was great. He was old school heel. Could work off the fly. Didn't have to set up nothing. He caught all the ring and could, could do anything. Tony never would work out. That's the only thing. He never liked to diet. He didn't like to work out. He didn't. And uh, that's that's why. If it wasn't for that, he'd have, he'd have went a lot further. Believe me, he would have. Because he was just fantastic. Jimmy had all yeah. the good workers in there. Uh, Chris, Young Chris Michaels started in there. Flash uh, uh, Flanagan. And remember the headbangers? Yeah. Remember them? The headbangers? Yeah. J- Jimmy's the one who gave them that gimmick. You know, and uh, they modified it up when they went, you know, to uh, WWF. You know, when, when you brought when you, them in and gave them that gimmick, sure did. When you think about Tony Anthony, though, in as a dirty white boy in Smokey, um, and then you see what happened when he went to the WWF and he's T.L. Hopper. Uh, what does that make you yeah. think? When he has to stoop down. And, uh, you know, and, they copyright everything. And, yeah. You know, but see, they do these interviews. They're creative. They were Bruce and them, uh, and did it. And they wanted to know your personal background. Uh, and and, and uh, you talk to other people. I don't know. It's some of them uh, writers, you know, and nerdy. You know what I mean? Sitcom yes. writers mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff. But 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 they want to know your background and stuff. And see, Tony's dad was, was a plumber. And a legit plumber, and Tony used to help him some with his business. He had his own business, and uh, Tony took it over for a short time uh, when his dad uh, retired. Then Tony had a car wreck, and he, Tony was head of security, I believe, at uh, a big big corporation or some pretty good job. But Smokey had a car wreck, hurt his back real bad. He had to be on disability, and I think he is now. Uh, you know, he's not getting around so good. None of us are, but but. Uh, uh, and, and that's why they come off the plumber. That's like Bill Irwin was a good hockey player. Wild Bill yep. Irwin. Instead of Wild Bill Irwin, they made him a hockey player. No. You know, he, he was on he was on the show with me, Wild Bill, a couple years back. Uh, yeah. A little bit before yeah. I talked to you. He actually told me the story. He said he was talking to Bruce Pritchard on the phone, and he said, Bruce Bruce was talking to him about, oh, what are we going to do with you, Bill? What are we going to do with you, Bill? And he says, he says well... I mean, I can play hockey, and then he starts explaining to Bruce Pritchard what he can do, and yeah. you know, and, and Bill Bill is from Minnesota, right? Right, he's from Minnesota. Yep, yeah, originally, yeah. And, and, he, and he was a hockey player. So, um, yeah, yeah, that that's what the how the goon was born. But yeah. you're right. Um, it's just it's just it's just what the, the the reason I bring up Tony Anthony with this is uh you know you have 
unlike you and I and people who've watched like a lot of Southern wrestling or fans of Southern wrestling or the territories, you know, we, we saw a lot of guys like not only yourself, but Tony, and then we see them in these, you know, have these really, really good careers and do really, really good things, whether it's in WCW or Memphis or Smoky Mountain, Mid-South, etc. And then there's people out there who really only know Tony Anthony as T.L. Hopper. And that's the injustice uh, is, is my point. That's you know what a I mean? shame, man. That's a shame. I know. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's just it's just a tragedy uh, when you think about it like that. Now, hey, I want to ask you a question. You, you and I talked about the gangsters a lot the last time you were on. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the gangsters. Um, Jimmy has said they just drew too much heat, and the people just were literally, they didn't even want to come to the shows, the smaller towns at least. The big shows, he said it wasn't a problem. It was the smaller ones. Uh you think D- Jimmy could have done anything differently or it just was, no, New Jack is who he was and it was going to be what it was? I think that's what you said. Uh, it was going to be what it was. <laughs> but, uh, I, oh, my God, I, I don't know if I told this the last time when I was on. Uh, uh, but I remember when the NAACP showed up at Knoxville and, and Jack, <laughs> Jack got on the mic and started calling him Uncle Tom and going off on him. I mean, those guys got pissed. They were bad. They left. Yeah. The guy think- left. People from the NAACP and you think, hey, I heard the NAACP was out here. Yeah, where's well, that Uncle Tom motherfucker at? Yeah, I don't think shit him else. He called them. I'll tell you what he said, Tracy. I'll, I'll refresh your memory. His exact okay. words was, he said, the NWACP here, they're a bunch <laughs> of trained Negroes is the exact yeah, word he I used. I can't remember, you know, what he come out and called yeah. Uncle Tom or whatever. He, he, he went there and, and, and boy, you know, and, uh, you know, I remember that. <laughs> and they laughed. You had told me. I think it was you that told me, it may have been you or Bobby, I don't remember. One of y'all told me that the rock and roll were watching either that promo or the yeah. first promo on the monitor, and Ricky, Ricky just got a gleam in his eye, Ricky Morton, that is, and yeah. looked over at Jim Cornette and said, we about to make some money with this, Jimmy. Is that he what Howard my, he, 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 Yeah, well, it was somewhere, uh, uh, it was on the board, this town was on the border of like Tennessee, North Carolina, and close to Virginia, too. But it was in North Carolina. If I had a map, I could show you the town. And uh, uh, this this is true. All my kids. I mean, we got there, and of course you knew, you know, the, uh, you know, they, they bringing them in and, and, and knew who they were. Didn't know them. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, they were Tennessee or Jackhead, and uh, around Georgia. But uh, those boys are from around Atlanta. They brought their boys, their posse, with them. Right. There's about 15 or 20 of them. You, you got that tape that were around the ring and everything. And there's a bunch of them boys, man. Big old boys, you know, gangsters. Straight up, real deal. <laughs> no, no work, no nothing. That's what they were. <laughs> and they come out to do the interview, and these guys come from the parking lot and just come in the building and all wind around the ring. And Jack was over talking, <laughs> and and and, and uh, the cops there, those guys were, I, they were playing, you know what I mean? And and and, uh, and uh, they come over to me, and they go, and the guy goes, and because the, the guy, they were cool, they loved wrestling and everything, and did, and, 
they were the real deal, and, and, and they were, you know, and, and you know, but their job that do, and I don't think there was many, uh, you know, African American people live around there. I don't think there's any at all, and uh, I'm not really sure. I, I didn't ask, you know, very <laughs> much. But uh, 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 the cop, he, he, you know, he's like went to me, you know, and and you, you know, I'm a country boy. I'm not a, a hillbilly. You know what I mean? There's a difference, and I'm not. That, the gimmick is a gimmick. I don't, I don't, right. I don't think like that. You know, I don't portray it like that. And that won't, you know, I, I was in New Orleans a few years ago. They wanted me to two, three years ago, but I go every year, but, uh, they want me to say something about that, uh, monument thing they took down. I'm like, I don't, I don't really got to do that. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I, oh, Luke, I, that has nothing wait, wait, to do with gotta, what I'm doing. I gotta, I gotta you stop know. you. I gotta stop you. Luke wanted yeah. you to say something about Lee circle in the, 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 the monument that they took down in New Orleans. I, I gotta stop. <laughs> That's funny. I, I'm laughing that he that he wanted you to talk about that. But go ahead, Tracy. Uh, uh, well, talking. no, it wasn't wasn't Luke. It wasn't Luke that did, and I oh, can't remember okay. who it was. What? Well, maybe Luke. I don't believe Luke. Luke did. I don't think he did. It seemed like somebody there that kind of helped Luke out with things. Said said, boy, these people go crazy. I can't remember. A few people, you know, in my ear, kind of tell you know to do it. But it wasn't Luke. Luke was boss. It's Luke's company. You know right. what I mean? You know cat you know all the way but i don't believe it was loose maybe it was okay man you know how it is you know yeah yeah, and, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I honestly i i i didn't really say i thought to them when they said that to me and i thought i don't really gotta do that I'm not really in my field and what i do anyway to get he you know, i don't portray it like that it's damn it i just like to choke people <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean that's how i kind of looked at it you know i mean i didn't look at it i looked at it as a gimmick you know and uh it depends on where you're at, how you, you know. Right, right. And, so and you were saying stuff. you were saying about the cops in um. In and North I honestly, during my interview out there, I uh, I forgot about it. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, I go with what the crowds kind of buy and what they're getting, and I didn't feel you know I don't even, I didn't remember it even coming into my mind when I was out there talking. Go ahead. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah, the cop. The cop. The cop. Uh, the cop uh, he comes over to me. Is. He goes, "Hey man," he goes. He looks at me. He goes, "Hey man," he goes, "Look." Uh, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> he looks right at me. It said he put his hands out like, "What? What? What is this?" And uh, I said, "This is an interview." I said, "These guys are starting in here, and uh, you know they're going to be a big you know, bad guy team for us and everything, and, and uh, more likely it'll be you know in a storyline with Rock and Roll Express." I just smartened him up. You know what I mean? You know I could because I he wasn't real happy, and uh, the other cops weren't either. And uh, he goes, well, he said, okay. He goes, I, I, I get it. It's all for the show and everything. Something to that point. I can't remember exactly how it went. He wasn't real happy. And he said, but they need to get out of this county when this is over. And I said, well, I'm sure they will be. <laughs> you know? And that's when he did the thing. He said, hey, it, went, it happened with OJ. You know, and he said, hey, OJ, you know, uh, keep up the good work. You got two of them down or something like that. <laughs> you know? And that's what Jimmy, and it was somewhere in there, and that's when Ricky, Ricky went, oh, oh and he was like, we draw money with these guys. I said, we're going to get killed what we're going to get, y'all. I said, I said, this cop just went off, man. I said, they're ready to go. I mean, they're going to go ballistic. And Jimmy loved it, you know, and, and, and I, I was like, in rock and roll, they loved it. And I was scared. Down the whole world. I, was, I was working for them, you know, and, uh, you know, because yeah. they're just out there doing their, you know what I mean, doing the gimmick. And Jack, they really? lived it, you know. Yeah, and Jimmy and and Jimmy said like they that it worked in the big towns. 
He said it just was yeah. the small towns. He said the people, it was that they, heat where they, like you said, they just they didn't turn they turned the channel or didn't come. Yeah, and it I, was it was. They well, were so one time we, it. but and that's too bad because they were hilarious and and they, God, they, you know, they were drawing money, you know, and and uh, and it was it was really good and it was unreal. It was nineteen ninety four. Come on, nobody was doing that, you know, and and, <laughs> and uh, 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 and the wrestling business really wasn't. There's WWF, there was WCW, and there was Smoky Mountain, and there was USWA, and that was about it. There wasn't and independence, you know what I mean, going on, but there wasn't a lot yeah. going on. Like, there's not near as much as now, and it's a different era. And the business was kind of down a little bit, you know, and and, uh, and that was uh, fresh, you know, and, and uh, 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 controversial, you know. And he did that interview, and the next week, Jack on the loop, uh, he, he, he rented a Corvette, a green Corvette, drove it to our town. <laughs> and like we were at a fair, and I somewhere in that time period, I don't remember when a fair in uh, Tazewell, Tennessee, real, uh, you know, uh, you know, hillbillies, man, crazy, you know, coal miners, and you know, and all, and then just redneck, crazy, crazy people, you know, and and uh, no. No, but if I'm right, I don't believe many black people there, or many at all, that lived there. And uh, I can remember we had to take a golf cart to the ring from where they had us dressing, because about 100, 200 yards or something, they had to go up through the rides a little bit and stuff, and maybe on the midway. Or you know, I don't, I don't remember. But I remember us going, <laughs> and me and white boy and I were going to work with them, and, uh, and we were in the golf cart, <laughs> and <laughs> Jack grabs the mic and goes, "Well." We're the gangsters. We're black. That's what we look like. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, come on, oh my God. We just get out of here alive. We'll be doing good. <laughs> Man, they... they another, it, time, another time was in Harlan, Kentucky, and it was on a outside show, or at a, I believe it was on a baseball field. Yeah. And it seemed like God, we had a long walk to the ring or something. Or maybe they had them golf carts there too. I can't remember, but uh, there was two boys, uh, uh, outlaw guys, that were uh, up on the apron and they were trying to get in the ring at New Jack and, and Mustafa and Dilo, you know. And, and uh, dude, they had their sticks on them, and there was a few of them boys, four or five of them, trying to get in the ring. They were trying real hard, but they were, you know. And so Tony and I were working with them. And so we go up on him, and I, I remember grabbing the guy, and I says, what are you doing? And I said, he goes, we're wrestling to us, and you're not booked. I jerked him off the apron, and Tony jerked the other guy off the apron. And uh, they all got off and went over and sat down, you know. But they, just, they got into it with him, and, and, and was, you know, you know what I mean? And, and, and then uh, as, as, as my fans, as Marks, and then, you know, you know things get said, and next thing you know, these guys are trying to get in the ring. So, so New Jack had, had pissed them off, and they were trying to get into the ring and, and get yeah. a piece of them. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't trying real hard. They were keeping their distance. And Jack and them didn't beat them up uh, because you know they're out there to work and do, and they didn't want to get in trouble. And they, you don't know he, they didn't know if they were marks or, or into, you know outlaw guys or what they were really. You know what I mean? You know? But yeah. they didn't come in the ring. If they come in the ring, they're fair green. But uh, right, you know. They, but uh, anyway, that happened. Yeah. This is it's incredible, man. Such a such a, such a fun time with smoking. Oh, what do you, you want to hear a Jack, New Jack story? Uh, uh, ECW. 
uh, <clears throat> it was a big house. They had one of the biggest houses they ever had. They had like 5,000 people there or something. Manaka. Shane used to run that town for fall. You know, uh, You're breaking up again, Tracy. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, it was like yep. a four-way tag or something. It was Guido and I, uh, uh, Balls and Axel. Uh, it was, uh, remember, uh, Cronus was tagging with New Jack. Mustafa had already moved out to California. But uh, four or five, anyway, Bounty Hunter from Morristown, uh, uh, Tennessee, up near Knoxville, Tim Horner's town. Uh, two, two Bounty Hunters come up to get Mujak on some kind of warrant out of Morristown area. You know, and I don't know if Tim had anything to do with that dude, but it was Tim's job. I mean, it was right there. They knew he knew he was what it was. You know what I mean? You know? Right. And, and, and they come, come up to Paul, and Paul said, well, said we're, they're a big part of this pay-per-view here, this tag match, this four-way tag. We've been doing, pushing this for months, you know, building to this. And this said, afterwards, can you take him in? And, uh, <clears throat> you know, you kind of knew that's what it was. And, and uh, uh you know, it was on a felony. I don't know what it was about. I don't know what all it was. I really don't. But uh, some, I think, something happened when he was in Smoky Mountain. So I don't know, something like that. Season 97, 98. Well, we all fought all over the building. We started the ring and fought all over the building and everything. And the uh, story I always heard was <laughs> they had a van out there for Jack and the Dudleys and, and, and Jack and uh, uh Cronus fought outside. Jack got they put Jack in the band to got him out of there. Had his gear and everything, and had his clothes and, and all that. <laughs> well, these guys were mad, man. But he he avoided. He avoided the arrest. You kind of knew some way he was going to get out of there. I'll just say right. That. No, you didn't, nobody yeah. told you nothing, but you just sort of knew, and it was kept quiet, and it was over and done. And them guys were pissed off, man. Let me. As much heat I is, Paul is e, I think Paulie's dad was a big time lawyer, right? And I think he got Jack out of it some way. Oh yeah, that would make sense. I'm like, yeah. let me let me ask you a question about uh about Tammy uh in the gangsters. If now we know how much heat New Jack and the gangsters had, but what if Jimmy would have put Tammy with them and then she fell for New Jack? Do you think? Uh, well, you think that here's definitely? A, here's would've... a true true story. Off of that, but it wasn't with New Jack. Uh, Jimmy was going to bring in Tony, Tony Atlas. Atlas. Yeah, he was going to yeah. bring in Tony Atlas. Put uh, put Tammy with with Tony, and and he was already working with Vince. Then, of course, Vince loved Tony Atlas. He always liked Tony Atlas, you know, and then knew him from you know. Could Tony work for his father? And Vince was always into bodybuilding, and you know what I mean. And I think Tony's the one always put him on a diet and. You know, helped him with his workouts and stuff, and they were always Vince always liked Tony, still does, uh, and you know, and and there was everything you know, Paul Fame, all that he's done with it, uh, and and the word Jimmy wanted to do that big and really push that envelope with the white girl with the black eye, and him being older, you know, too, and uh, and it would have worked, and I was they were have me working with them, uh, and uh, it doing you know, a lot of heat on me, you know, get Tony over, and uh, Jimmy. And, uh, and and you know, young girl, you know that Hillary Clinton gimmick. Remember that? And uh, yep, I remember. <laughs> yeah. she had. Well, uh, the story we were told was uh, Tony's wife didn't like the idea 
and, and, and talk to him. You know, he you know could get in trouble, get arrested, get shot, killed. You know what I mean? You know, I mean, and that was her husband. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, and and she she just was just not not keen on it at all. So it, it didn't happen. And uh, they really didn't have nothing for me. I had worked with a few guys already. You know, I worked Tony and I worked Brian Lee, and they didn't have nothing. That was the next thing you had up. And you know, I was doing some Japan stuff then too. You no, know? and uh, we were in a, a, a fair show in Newport, Tennessee. And uh, Ricky Morton was always Jimmy's assistant booker. A lot of the shows, you know, Jimmy made the big shows. He didn't make a lot of the spot shows. Jimmy, Ricky had, you know, took ran the dressing room. You know, and, and, and everything, and uh, through Jimmy, you know, and, uh, you know, and and he was telling me that, you know, and uh, and I was like, wow, you know, and, and uh, he said, you really don't have nothing for you right now, dude. And I just thought, oh, Lord, I hope you don't let me go. Then I, I thought, I, I looked, and I said, well, hey, I said, let me move down the card, wherever y'all want me at, mid-card, uh, or whatever. And I said, let me work with that kid right there. And uh, he goes, oh, he says, uh, uh Tim kind of killed him off and I had him doing the baby bottle matches and all that. Never put him over. And that's what Ricky said. I can't, I, I remember watching their match. They had great matches, Tim and Chris did. And, they uh, did. And, and Chris, Chris Candido. Good matches. Chris Candido, yeah. too. I was, I asked to work with him. And, uh, and, uh, Jimmy and Ricky said, we were running by Jimmy and Jimmy loved it. You know, and said, yeah, let's do it. So that's what we did. That's all, oh. you know, and, uh, and then after Chris that, was, uh, Chris and Chris, Brian tagged up for a while. Tammy managed them. Yep, yep, that's it. Um, you know, we were talking about Chris in New Orleans, man. And um, hi, hi, Tracy, I, I know this is uh, tough because, you know, Chris was such a good guy. Um, you got any uh, – I, I shouldn't even say you got any good thoughts. Obviously, you got great thoughts of Tim. I'm not Tim, <laughs> um, Chris. Yeah. Um, is there let me ask this is there any guy in the wrestling business that got a uh just had worse luck than maybe chris and i'm speaking of when he breaks his leg and he has the you know he ends up dying from that i just think chris candido just if there's an injustice uh at the top of the of the pro wrestling game it's chris candido because he was so damn good and i don't think the yeah. world really ever got the got to realize that oh he was you know he was going to get uh, before that happened, they 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 were going to really go with Chris. Uh, he was managing uh, Chase Stevens, Andy Douglas, the natural thing, and, and it was going to work too. Six man and sag, tags and, or, or, or and, and singles, whatever. And Dusty was uh, looking uh, TNA, and Dusty loved him. You know, and, uh, he, you know, had big plans for him. And then, you know, we don't know what happened. Uh, you know, you know, and and and, and everything. And, I was going to work with him uh, not long uh, in Germany, and uh, Ian Rotten was going to be working Chris uh, somewhere up around Chicago. And I couldn't wait for that. And uh, I was in the airport, I was calling him, talking to him, and I was excited about that. It got me motivated. I just got back working, so I took a little time off, you know. And uh, boy, I was motivated to do it, and. Uh, I got back in Germany and it was on a Thursday night. I was uh, worked somewhere spot show and it was raining real hard. I remember this Shane Douglas called me and one told me Chris had died at one o'clock. I back in the car and probably shouldn't have been flying. Uh, uh, no, and, uh, I 
shocked. Shocked. That's can you believe Tracy? That was fourteen years ago now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite guys to work with, along with Bobby Eaton, Jerry Lawler, um, uh, you know, uh, Chris Candido, all a great guy. God bless him. It's just a shock. Uh, yeah, um, still it. Uh, yeah, and for I never met him, but from everyone that I knew that met him and knew him, they all yeah. talked about how Bobby Blazer said how great he was. Um, many, oh, and Bobby Blazer had great matches. Great yeah, matches. Oh, man, they were they were doing stuff back then that people weren't doing. You know, uh, you'd, you'd see some of that really that type of style come in when you know Eddie Guerrero, Dean. Uh, Benoit, you know what I mean? You know, uh, uh, those guys in WCW were doing it. You know what I mean? You know, and and uh, Bobby and Chris were doing it, and uh, just tearing it down. You know. Yeah, Bobby and Chris had good matches, and 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 like I yeah. said, um, I really thought that yeah. that he Bobby was another could, real underrated. Bobby Bobby Blaine's God, he was a hell of a worker. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, he was. He was. Baby face, he could heal. He could Michael's yep. Yeah, right. He he had great training. Yeah. I mean, he was he was he was yeah. a, he was a heck of a talent. And I mean, he 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 yeah. showed it in Smoky Mountain, man. Smoky Mountain was yeah. we talked about. We said it. It was a, it was a great place for 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 guys that got started. And Chris was one of those well, guys they, who switched the belt with Waller. Uh, Bobby took the belt off the of Waller, the Smoky Mountain belt off of Waller. So right there, what Jimmy thought of him, you know. So you know. yeah, yeah. yeah I, he had a lot of faith in him. I mean, right there, like you said, man, he he, he took the belt off of Lawler, and if that doesn't show you faith in someone, I don't know what does. Yeah. Hey, Tracy, I got a question, um, a couple other questions uh, before we get out of here, man, um, from uh, some listeners. Uh, Bobby Murray, one of our uh, listeners, wants to know, he says uh, he wanted your thoughts on the USWA versus Smoky Mountain feud. And for the record, I uh, only saw the Smoky Mountain episode, so I didn't get to see... I haven't seen whatever happens in USWA, like uh, any angles that were shot as far as that TV. Yeah, was, and it was uh, just... that was wild. We uh, hit the TV that day and uh, hit the ring on them and trash cans and everything and, and uh, PG-13, you know what I mean? You know, and, uh, and, uh, and started in with that. And, uh, um, and then they, uh, Doug Gilbert had uh, uh, been in Japan and when we were getting our heart into it, big, they did a surprise thing and brought Doug out as a baby face. And God, the first night Buddy worked with him in Memphis, and the second night I worked with him, and God, man, he was older boy. You know, they didn't expect that. And we, they left, always kept hate on us. Good. Uh, some of them buildings, I had to get police escort out of the building and out of the county. You know, in uh, Louisville, especially. And uh, Nashville one night. Uh, uh, Road Dog Brian James and I, uh, Armstrong, um, did a thing where we uh, put Tommy and Doug over, and then we got heat on them. We handcuffed Tommy and Spike Powell drives uh, Doug. Oh man, we, it was a riot situation. I mean, cops were there, everything. <laughs> I had to run across the building, dive into a car, somebody took my car. And go like five, ten miles to Trinity Lane, get my car there. I couldn't get out of the building for about an hour. Same thing in Louisville, too. I had to run to the front of the, I'd run to the, front of the building uh, in Louisville. I busted a bottle over Jamie's head. 
in Louisville. And I, wow. I turned heel. I turned heel there. I was, it was really starting to get that going. It was really only rock and roll, you know, kind of doing it again. And they got me involved. And Terry Gordy, Buddy Landau, as I said, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, oh, it was crazy. And Drew Money did good business there for a while. Uh, and uh, we did another one where we come from the front of the building to the Coliseum and uh, hit the ring on them. Did something there too, and uh, you can remember the buzz, you know, and it drew, drew everywhere, drew it was wild. That's and yep. that's good yep. that it was drawing during that time when wrestling was still in a recession. You know, I mean, wrestling hadn't yeah. truly recovered uh, at that point, and to say that it was, you know, the feud was drawing and the feud was going good, and like you said, the heat that you had, you know, yeah. you were fighting your way out of a building. That's a, that 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 oh, says it's something. It's crazy. It's crazy. Good business there for a while. Oh, yeah. Sure it is. Sure it is. Good, and then there toward the end, Jimmy and Randy Hale was getting involved in that. You know, well, Randy was all along. He booked to see uh, USWA. Jimmy, the bodies, heavy bodies come in, you know, and, and, uh, you know, and stuff. And, you know, and it, just, uh, it was really good. You know, they worked PG-13. PG-13 was really over back then. And they turned Doug and Doug Gilbert and Tommy Rich babyface, and they were over big. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they were. good. Sure. Good, good, good stuff, man. That's amazing. Like I said, it, the fact that wrestling was down at that point. It it's, it's, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Um, I got, I got, I got another question. Ben Martin, he wanted to know. Um, uh, he said to ask you about the match you had or uh, with Leva Bates. It was insane, and then he oh, also well, said well. to ask about <laughs> something a match with you and Sue Young. I, for the record. I haven't seen this. He also wanted to know the craziest thing you saw as a fan or as a wrestler in ECW, uh, as a member of the FBI. But let's start with uh, uh, you and Leva Bates. Uh, he wants to, he wants to know your thoughts on that. Oh, uh, that was for that girl fight thing, Pondo and them do, and Terry Harper, uh-huh. and uh, you know, and they just, they told me just to go out there and rag on her hard, man. You know, you know. Uh, was a woman wrestling a man and you know just be between sheets and you know what i mean you know just the, right. the male uh chauvinist thing and all and then right. put her over so that's what i did and i, I started ragging on her mom hard you know <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> the people were just living you know, live, you know and uh you know called me a lot of stuff man man everything you know, you know just everything and it was that was crazy and she was good good worker levi very good and uh you know it, it got good response and uh you know it was, it was, it was a night off you know it was a lot of fun you know and it's a lot more fun to be a heel you know oh, it's yeah. easy to make make people hate you and, and then that one uh it was so young same thing that's what uh, uh you know uh high spots uh mike he wrestlecon is on that's mike High spots, uh, right? Mike is wrestling, <laughs> you know. But uh, Mike, uh, I was told when I went up to the WrestleCon that uh, I was going to wear on the, the penis party, Joey Bryan's show, uh, penis, penis, Mike show. That's Joey's thing, you know what I mean? And whatever deal they had worked out, right, right, right. Them and, and everything, and and, and, uh, and I was told I was going to work Joey. So I was like, okay, you know, I'd seen, I'd been on a few shows with him, and Joey, you don't realize he's like, Joey Ryan's a hell of a worker. He's been, he's been working 19 years, 
he never got no notoriety until he started doing that gimmick. And what's he supposed to do? Not turn it down? He's making he's making good enough money. He don't have to go to WWE or AEW. So he's doing pretty good. <laughs> you know, and, uh, I don't think and, I don't think people realize what you said, Tracy. Because like I, I'm not the biggest Joey Ryan fan, but I get why people. No, no, uh, but he's I, he can work. He can wrestle. Right. He's a hell of a work. Yeah, hell. like I don't think people realize that yeah. that he had a I'll call it a career, a but bomb. he yeah this, he's from California. Right, this isn't a popular opinion on on our show because you know we got a lot yeah. of uh, I'm I'm a cornet guy. I love Jimmy, and, yeah, yeah, and a lot yeah, of our yeah. listeners yeah, love Jimmy, yeah. and Jimmy hates Joey Ryan, obviously. But yeah. like, <laughs> I, I just want to say something as you're saying that because I agree. Um, a lot yeah. I, people I know that know Joey Ryan talk about how he actually, and I've seen it. He he actually is a really good wrestler. The thing yeah. was, yeah. it wasn't until he started doing the, the dick spot that he started making a lot of money. So. Well, you he know. was, he was, yeah, Mike, he was, he had a line, a long line, and they grabbed his balls for like $30, 40 a shot. <laughs> Plus, you're selling t-shirts and pictures like crazy. I mean, God almighty, man. What's he supposed to do? Say no? Right. You know, I, mean, you I mean, I understand. I'm I'm old school. And I just said, look, I said, when you go to the bank, I said, they don't ask you how you did it. They say, you know, <laughs> and he's like, no. And uh, it, it, you know, he knew independent people knew, but uh, first he, he, you know, now I think he kind of fires back. But I mean, anyway, uh, uh, they, uh, I thought I was going to work with Joey, and they switched it and did a, a tag. I want to say they did like a six man or, 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 or intergender women, women involved too, and and they put me working so young, and they wanted me to have the same style type match I had with uh, uh, Levi. He said he'd seen that. He said, I want you to do what you did with them. He said, do the same type thing, you know, change it up. Well, you know, so that's what I did. And, uh, you know, and, and it was fun. And because you see a lot of matches you do, uh, it seems to me where you see a guy working a girl and they just go out and work like they're working another guy. I thought, no, let's don't do that. Plus right. the two matches before us were, one was a six man and then all them boys doing the lucha type style flying everywhere and, in like a six-way uh, or a three-way dance or something, or they were doing all that, and I thought, what in the world? We're not going to go out here and do it. And I, you know, I can't do none of that, and I never could. And, uh, so, so let's just totally do it, you know, the total opposite. I said, you know, and, and uh, you know, and it, it, was, it came off good and got good in the spot, got real good reviews. So, you know, it was, it was fun. And then uh, Joey and him did that six way thing or whatever it was they did and they, they had like um, uh, balloons or not balloons, uh, blow up <laughs> things like penises and all that stuff they did and, you know, and the place went crazy they loved it, they ate it up I don't know. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I know you 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 had briefly talked about this, or you had, you had mentioned it to me in New Orleans at Wildcat X Rated. So yeah. I'm, I'm I'm chuckling because I, I I I again I'm not I'm not I'm not the Joey Ryan fan. I, I think. I personally think that the the dick spot is really dumb, but you know what? So the problem is, money. you know, it's, it's right. And it's, what's crazy about wrestling is the weirdest things get over. And I've been on shows with him, and he gets a lot of response, and uh, he works it to the T. And uh, you know, and he if he if he went to a big company, they'd water it down and and not let him be his own your boss on it, and. Plus, you know, if he's working for a company, they're getting a, you get a check there, and then your tax different than you would if you know, you know what I mean. When you're 
he's doing it under the table. I'm sure he, he claims what he has to claim, you know, but, but then again, he don't have to claim a lot. And you know how that is, Uncle Sam. Yeah. So he, he, yeah. he, what they offered him, both WWE, he was talking to both of us. I was on a show with him about a month ago. And uh, he, he said, you know, I don't have much freedom with my character as much. And uh, maybe with AEW, but uh, he said, but money wise and being on the road and everything, so I'm really kind of better off doing what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's yeah. what he, he, yeah. It's America and, you know, in a capitalist yeah. economy. I mean, what are we supposed to do? You know, you, you do what you got to do, Joey. I mean, that's all it is to it, you know? I, but I said to him, I said, because I said, Joey Ryan. I said, I've seen that name of results. I never went on any shows with you until you started doing this. And I said, how long have you been working? He told me this a few months ago. Uh, uh, he said 19 years. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, uh, yeah, that's amazing when you think about like how long yeah. you've actually been at yeah. it. You know, well, um, I thought I'd seen your name around for a while and results and, you know, things like that. And, and, uh, <laughs> but he didn't ever get, really get a break till he did that amazing huh you know it's like yeah it, it's it's crazy because you sit there and think about it and look we're not saying he's like the greatest pro wrestler of all time but i, I know what tracy where tracy's coming from here and and tracy you're you're an old school guy so for you to you to say this and have your thoughts i mean it, it's you know your your thoughts and and opinions on well, i thought like I, ever, until I was on a show with him and met him and and you know and just saw how he presented and everything dude and i just thought good lord they're eating this up He's selling gimmicks like crazy. Uh, he's getting over. He's getting good, really good money everywhere he's going. He does other stuff with it. I don't know. He had one shirt, and he said something about get this shirt to buy to the Indies or something like that when he, they were all talking to him. He said, what kind of them shirts? And then he never left the Indies. <laughs> you know, because you know, he didn't have to. Yeah. You know, hard, hard to, it's, it, that's the thing. It's, uh, Guys like him, or I'm not a big fan of the Young Bucks, although I respect their hustle. Uh, yeah. You know, what, what are you supposed to say? They they found a way to make money off of it, and it's hard to knock yeah. somebody. I don't know. It's Again, a different era, and I mean, I, I get everything with Jimmy Shea, and I'm totally with, you know, and, but I mean, everything evolves, and I, I you know, uh, God rest his soul, Brickhouse Brown. I remember being on a show with him in 2011 for the Insane Clown Posse. Uh, at the gathering, and I said, I said, Rick, I said, would you ever think the business would come to how it is now? What we're watching right here in front of our eyes <laughs> with all the <laughs> juggalos and everything. And he goes, you know, man, he goes, I've learned to just look at it like since Y2K, you know, 2000, yeah, everything's got a different spin to it anymore. It ain't just wrestling. He said, it's their spin on what we do. Yeah, that's the way I've heard anybody put it. You know. Everything evolves, I guess, is the way to put it. Yeah. Again, it it doesn't mean I have to be a fan of it, but uh, if we're going to be honest, like but you said, everything are, evolves. Right? Rest, wrestling's like a restaurant, different type of food. You may not yeah. like pizza, but you may love hamburgers, right? You may go to Golden Crown and get it all. Yeah. 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 It, it, it evolves. It evolved. Um, Tracy, uh, the, the only, one other question Ben had was, he said, what was the craziest thing that you saw uh, from either wrestlers or fans while in ECW as a part of the FBI, Full-Blooded Italians, which uh, that was a heck of a gimmick, I, I will say. I did enjoy that. Oh, we would, we would uh, you know, Tommy and I were Italian at all. And back then, they didn't really like that, some of them, you know. And, 
Atlas Security, about every one of them boys was Italian. <laughs> and they were real deal. They were they were tough guys. And always, people always ask me who the toughest guy in the nation done. I always say Atlas Security. Man, <laughs> those boys over there were badass guys. They're good, great guys. Every one of them. Just super guys. Some of them boys, ex pro football players, martial arts, MMA, all that, you know, and cool guys. And some of them, you know, some white guys, some black guys, some Italians. Every one of them, they love to fight. And they used to tell us, they go, y'all get them riled up so we can kick some ass. You just laugh, and you know what I mean. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we go out to the, to the show or, or uh, uh, to the bars, you know, after parties and stuff afterwards, and they'd have us go, and Atlas Security would come, and look, I'm telling you, they punked out the, they punked out the bouncers, uh, the owner, the waitress, whatever you want. You didn't have nothing to worry about as long as they was around. I'm not kidding. And then they were cool about it, how they did things, but nobody messed with them. Uh, 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 I can remember uh, the Dudleys would really get that real crazy, crazy heat. Uh, and uh, um, I can't remember exactly. I believe it was Dan Maryland or one of them, one of the two. And it was a big, big arena. And me, myself, myself, Rito, on top of the camp because we always like to get a buzz and watch uh, the Dudleys just challenge over, <laughs> you know, and all everything. It does well. Uh, somebody threw a chair in and hit a uh, big Dick Dudley. Do you remember him? Do you remember him? Yeah, I remember him. And, and we're it. just watching it, and, and then the boy NYPD got there. Was everywhere, man. Oh my god! And uh, sure. uh, Alex had a. Uh, uh, I think they they got Alex, and I uh, took Alex in, and uh, he didn't get out to the next night at the arena, and just in time for his match. You know, and uh, that was real crazy. One. Another one there was uh, in meeting Connecticut. Like, uh, Nick Ryan got started. Uh, Guys out by the ring did something and uh, bottles and axles matched. I believe they were working the gangsters or, or, or Dudley's, maybe Dudley's. I'm not sure. But uh, 80 something cops got called. That's what I remember. 80 something cops. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. remember? Stuff like that happened a lot. One time uh, a guy, uh, something happened, took his punch at chain or something like that. And, First one got there to him uh, was in uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. It was Perry Saturn. He just blew his knee out. 
Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole dressing room just boom, just knocked the curtain down and everything. Do you you were you were on Heat Wave ninety eight in ECW when when Bubba cut that scathing promo. Um Yeah. Do, uh, uh Marietta, Georgia was it? No, that one was the one in um that hey, one was the one hold in on, the... hold on one second. Hold on one second. Okay, I can't remember where it was, but I think I Dayton, know what you're talking about. Dayton, Ohio, at the Harrow Arena. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was we, the one. We were on the dark match. We weren't on the pay per view that night. We were on the dark match. Right. But, Do uh, you we, remember we, we Bubba's promo that ball. night, though? I can remember. Yeah, Bubba did a lot. Right. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, but where, where Bubba oh, told the the um the 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 woman in the front row, we got a woman here who taught her daughter how to suck dick, and that was just part of what he. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I can't remember Bubba, how it all went, but yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Bubba was uh, yeah, Bubba was uh, getting them involved, man. Bubba another was, one. Uh, my first, my first night there, I worked with Taz, and I had already worked, and uh, um, I, I believe we, I can't remember what point we were on the card. I, I'm not sure. Um, well, uh, at the arena uh, at, at Philly, they had upstairs there, and uh, you know, and you could go out and kind of watch the matches from up there and uh all i can remember was jack new jack he goes who are you and the guy said something he goes said something caught off his name he goes jack beat his ass all the way down the stairs i mean all i mean beat the hell out of this guy and this guy was trying to get away and the whole dressing room come after him yeah i ain't never seen a man run that fast that guy was gone and, and and everybody chasing him, you know, and and, uh, and, and everything, and that was my first night there. <laughs> you know? I was like, oh my god! But oh god, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Sure did. That, that kid was running for his life, man. That boy was. He's a pretty big old boy, you know, a black guy, you know. And 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 uh, and how do, he he came. I don't know how he got in there. You know, uh, there was one little place you could kind of crawl under, dude. I believe that's how he got in there. And as big as he was, I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And, and uh, yeah, Jack beat it. Oh, God, you know, that was crazy. That guy, he, he down the stairs and did something. And I, I don't remember Jack beat him up all the way down the stairs. I don't know how it worked and did. And some way he got away from Jack and he was gone. Everybody was chasing him. Wow. Yeah. Another night uh, 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 at the arena, uh, 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 you remember Two Cold Scorpio? Remember him, Scorp? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Scorpio. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Tammy, something happened. Tammy and Chris was leaving the arena, and uh, um, and these guys were somewhere next door or somewhere in another part of the building, and something. They weren't wrestling fans, and they got into it with with. Tammy said something to crude stuff. Tammy, of course, Tammy had that mouth and she smarted back. And then they all come after her. Chris just kind of covered her and didn't want, you know, keep her. He didn't fight. He just was trying to keep from, uh, and I think Sabu was in the area and Sabu nailed a few of them. And all I remember was running outside and I saw big Alex, big Dick Dudley chasing guys. And they were running like scalded dogs from him. He was whopping anybody in sight. He could get his hands on. And then I turned around to my left and I can remember in about, 20, 30 feet from his two cold Scorpio was just knocking people the fuck out. He was, you ever remember that Rock'em Sock'em robots? Yeah. Just, bam, 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 just dropping people. That's what it looked like. And I, I just saw, 
I, I thought first thing you help the boys, and 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 Alex was up over here, and all I could remember was, and I don't really, I blacked out because I was just trying to help, and because we were way outnumbered, and and uh, the next thing I remembered was I remember in Scorp. Scorp looked at me and I said, "You all right, Scorp?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "I was right there with you." And I said, "No, I was with you." I, I, I said, "I don't remember what I did," but they said I was fighting. But I, I, honest to God, I do not. All I remember is trying to survive. And then Tommy Dreamer was was telling, "Calm down, calm down. It's over. It's over." And I was, just, just, you know, you were just wired. And that, you know, it was, and the cops were coming from all directions. That's stuff I got all the time. Yeah, that was the norm in ECW, right? Yeah, it would. I mean, you, it happened so much. I just twenty more stories I can tell you. I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And but but yeah. I'll tell you what. I didn't none of them want to mess with that with security. Uh-huh. You know, it's funny you say that, but based on what everything you're telling me, ECW needed Atlas security. I mean, there was oh, there was no doubt yeah. they they had to have those guys there because of the yeah. outward, because of the craziness that was going on in ECW. Oh man, man. And they would. We had an after party, they'd invite us out to bar, sponsors, whatever it was. They always went bar too, same way, man. Didn't bounce didn't mess with you, didn't nobody mess with you. Didn't nobody mess with you when the guys around. They they, yeah, they like they all great. had jobs, you know, they had whatever things and that was their getaway to go out and party on the weekend, their expenses were paid and you know, and, and they just went out and have a good time. And uh, you know, and, and uh you know, and, and, and they, they still do, I guess, you know. Uh, they still do. They still do stuff for wrestling and other things, too. I mean, you know, they're uh, – Ronnie, uh, I can't remember his last name, the guy who runs it. And God, I remember he, uh, he had a broken arm or something, and uh, I, something happened. I can't remember. Uh, I, I, was, I was in a match, and I don't remember exactly what happened. The first guy getting to the guy – was running. He had a broken arm. <laughs> His arms were cast and he was wallowing, belting people. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I could listen to that. <laughs> that was ET. He did. He really was. Oh, man. No, no. That, that's, man. That's. It, it's that's a Those kind stuff. of things can't happen. You can't. That's in the 90s. You can't, you can't even have an argument with somebody no more. You go to jail. You know what right. I mean? Right. No. Yeah. You can't do it, man, with Twitter yeah, and Facebook yeah. and everything. You ain't yeah. nothing. Yeah. There, no, you can't. Nothing like that's ever going to happen again. That was, no. in fact, Tracy, no. the 90s was the end to that. That was when it yeah. ended. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it, 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 like everybody gets offended over everything. The social media, too. You know what I mean? You know, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, everything. Nobody talks on the phone or in person no more. It's either, uh, you know, on one of those things, you know, text, or, you know, and, and all, and things get uh, uh, out of context, I guess is the word to say. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, you got now, you got them worrying about Black Mermaid and stuff like that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's but when they talk mad. about all that, you know what, but you know what, too, this, you know how the media is and the government, uh, uh, they don't want race. Racism will never dry. You know why? Because it draws money, it draws viewers, it draws ratings. It draws period. It keeps people's interest, and it, it's all a big diversion to keep up what's really going on, you know. And, and they keep everybody at each other's throats, and you know. I mean, 
you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the vision, the vision is a work in itself. You, you're, you're actually, yeah. you're actually talking about something that uh, Doc and I and Harper and I talk about on the show a lot of times. And I, I yeah. always use the term, I get it from Bobby Blaze a little bit. And, but we always say it's hashtag, it's all a work, hashtag, everything's a work. We don't really mean everything, but you know, 90, it's like 98% of everything avenues, is a work. You know what I mean? In different avenues. You know what I mean? Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, I, I was told this uh, in the TNA there when Kurt Angle was there. Well, do you remember when they had Pac-Man Jones and they had him doing some stuff with wrestling and he was suspended from football? Yep, I remember well, that. Uh, 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 Kurt, they said Kurt in front of all the boys at a TV or pay-per-view, whatever, uh, asked him, he says, is pro football a work? And Pac-Man said, well, I'll put it like this. He said, anything with money involved, and it's professional. Figure it out. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I thought that was the best answer I've ever heard because, you know, like, like, like in football, football and basketball, look at New Orleans. Saints, come on, man. That, that's my that team, call, Tracy. So let's talk about that. That no that call. call on, yeah, that pass into my God. Was that a work? Yeah. Oh, God. And I don't get it. Why did they do that? Because they got the they got the team from Los Angeles that they need to get into the Super Bowl. They want yeah. it. You know, it's a big market. We got to get them in there. They get in there, and it doesn't matter at that point if they win or lose. The fact is the team from L.A. is now in the Super Bowl. But if you can – and I'm laughing because you brought that up at the X-Rated show because you were getting yeah. on the fans of New Orleans talking about they, we need to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they don't deserve it. Oh, yeah, I'm in a hill and give a good go because, you know – I mean, I love, I actually love Drew Brees. He, I remember he played uh, Purdue. You know, Purdue, he's great. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And uh, I ain't gonna tell them that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm there to get them brought up. That's my job. You know. And uh, but yeah, man, that was that got God that got heat, didn't it? When I said oh, that, that, that oh. got heat. And then you had mentioned something about uh, Anthony about Davis. Zion and Anthony Davis yeah. leaving New Orleans, and and then the fans were chanting, "Tracy sucks, the Tracy sucks, Tracy <laughs> sucks." And then after you won the match, you grabbed the microphone and said, "Who sucks now, motherfuckers?" Yeah. I got, oh, the, I actually got that on video. I've got that on video. I should send it to you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you will, please send it. If you got the audio, that, that, I, yeah, I'll that send it fun. to you. I got a clip of That's it. Actually, I love to keep, you know, if you tag me in it, please. I, I, uh, yeah, I, that's I, I, I love doing that. I absolutely, for, uh, I, yeah, it's one of my favorite shows to do work for Luke there. And uh, they, gosh, man, like, to me, that's one of the best places, uh, independent shows that you work is uh, Wildcat. And, uh, oh, yeah. I hope they, yeah. Uh, Luke, grow Luke, and Luke expand. Does. And, uh, yep. You know, uh, I only try to go like Philly and Georgia, but well, if I tell you, to me, if they can run Louisiana, you know what I mean? You know, all the major towns. They'll watch yeah. it forever, you know. You got to have people yeah. with the legwork up there, you know. And, uh, I'm glad I'm I'm you know. glad you brought it up because like um you know Hopper is my co-host and obviously he works for Wildcat and uh yeah. I've known Luke for I've known Luke for many years 
And um, since the early 2000s, I remember when Luke was 160 pounds wrestling. Let me just say I do that. Too. So. I, he, he worked at ECW. <laughs> him, Kevin Northcutt, and uh, uh, Rodney. Uh, you know, you know, you know Rodney, uh, Jazz, Rodney. Yeah, yeah, I, I know Rodney. Jazz, and they worked at ECW when um, they were young. Yeah. I knew yeah. um, Kevin and I used to work together in the Indies. I didn't know. I, I know Rodney, but he and I never worked worked together. But uh, Kevin, I knew Kevin from far back as 1995, 1996. So I, I'd known Kevin for, for a long time. I met Luke after that. But, yeah, I remember I remember Luke being 160 pounds and ECW being in town and, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so a uh, long, long time ago, man. But I am glad that, uh, yeah. that Wildcat yeah. does well. And I tell you what, Tracy uh, – uh, tell the people I'm not blowing smoke. They they draw at that show that that at that extra. Yeah, all, oh man, you know, what they, a show! It's a live show. That big bar and they, they just boy, it's what an atmosphere. And he's got some bunch of guys there that that can go uh, that uh, people should know. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, yeah. I'm not good with names. I'm not uh, man. Uh, 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 Spade, Spade. Yeah, uh, Jay Spade. Jay, he's Jay, real Jay, good. Jay, yes, yes, man. He's unreal. I worked with him before. You know, Buku and uh, uh, that big tall black kid. I can't think of his name. Beast. And then Stone. the other kid, uh, the boys I worked with in the, in the uh, three-way. Oh, uh, Danny Flamingo. Boys. Yeah, yeah, Danny. And then and, and another kid uh, yep. and several more. You know, uh, Luke's son has come a long way. He got a lot bigger. And uh, they got a good thing going. Uh, they get somebody leg work that could, you know, promote these towns. I mean, you, you guys could run – Homa, Tubido, uh, Baton Rouge, uh, you know, Lafayette, Lake Charles, all them town. Bill Watts ran them for years. Man, he's run them every that, two weeks. Yeah, that, that's uh, – Well, you know, Tracy, you got to realize, that's man. That's where like, your uh, stronghold is there. You know what I mean? It's where that area. Well, I, I grew up – that's what I'm saying. I grew up watching Mid-South. Um, you know, Mid-South yeah. from, from – uh, I became a fan in 1981. I mean, that's how old I am. So I grew up yeah. – yeah, you know, eighty one yeah. through through. Well, heck, I run, remember uh, you. Was it Monday night? They'd run that uh, uh, old building in New Orleans Auditorium. Uh, well, auditorium uh, downtown Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Junkyard Dog was a big deal there, boy, big time. You know. Hey, when you when you came time. in to to uh, to work for Watts in um, eighty six, um, mm-hmm. were they still? They weren't still running the downtown municipal at that point. He no, was going to they Lake were running Arena, uh, huh? at uh, at that college uh, Lake so- Arena. Yeah, Lakefront Arena, UNO. That's what I thought. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, they weren't running it. They quit running it. I don't know how long it had been, but uh, it had been, it had, it had been a couple time. years, uh, I think. ECW ran that building. The oh, downtown okay. municipal. Uh, it was either ECW or it was somebody an independent show. I worked it. I believe no, it was WCW. WCW. That's what I, I thought. That That's what I thought. WCW. Yeah, yes, WCW ran it. Steiners there. I remember that. What a building for wrestling that was. We worked Steiners about three months. Man, that that you know? hey Tracy, that building was perfect for wrestling. Oh boy, it was great. What an atmosphere. Real dark, old style. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know that's wrestling. You know what I mean? That's how people. You know that type uh, yes. building for wrestling all the way. Yeah, that, that building was classic. great for wrestling. That building was great. Man, a lot of them buildings even left. You know, they're tearing them down right and left. Well, you know, that's the thing about the municipal that that building, the downtown one in New Orleans. Man, it's been it's been basically hollow since Hurricane Katrina, and um, Mm -hmm. you know, they they haven't figured out what they're gonna do with it. Man, it's it's all messed up on the inside. You know, nothing's happening down there anymore. They they they're still trying to determine how what they're gonna do with the building, but it's vacant and it's it's basically rotting away as we speak. Wow, could could Luke and them run it? 
No, it's 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 in need need of major condemned? repairs. Yeah, it's not condemned, but it's not in good shape. I mean, it's broken glass. The windows yeah. are broken. Um, it's hey, sealed today's up. Luke's birthday. Say hello. I say happy birthday to Luke. I wish him happy birthday on Facebook. Happy birthday, Luke. I sent Love him. You, I, s- I sent the little bastard yeah. a text and told him happy birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He yeah, works man. hard. Yeah, yeah, he but uh, they couldn't run that building because of because of uh, you know, it, it's like I said, it's just not in, in shape to run. But uh, who knows, man? I mean, you know, they they they've doing they're doing some good things. So hopefully they'll continue to progress. And uh, you know, Hopper gets yeah. out there and he he gets the people going in his in his in his role. And uh, it's it's a good time whenever I go to one of the shows, man. I I, I like what they do. Yeah, yeah, good atmosphere, real good. Yeah. Sure is. Well, well, Tracy, I don't have any more questions for you. I, I think I covered them all. Um, I appreciate your time again, man. This was a lot of fun. I, I, you know, it's always good to talk some old school wrestling with you and talk about even you know we talk some new stuff tonight, man. You wanna you wanna tell the people where to find you on Facebook or whatever? Yeah, uh, I'm at uh, uh, Tracy Smothers seventy at yahoo dot com something like that. Facebook. Uh, one me that's standing talking on the mic, uh, but uh, you know things like that. Not hard to find on on there. There's a few of them that athlete think they do. That ain't me. I don't even know how much does that. <laughs> but but uh, 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 I plug some shows I got coming up. Can I plug that? Yeah yeah yeah. Go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. I'm gonna drop this uh, uh, just so you know. We're recording this on the on the eighth of July. I'm probably gonna drop this in, in about a, a week and a half once I get it edited and uploaded. So uh, oh okay. Leave. Oh, yeah, if you, oh, so wait, it so wasn't this Saturday. It wouldn't be on there anyway, right? If I was no, I, I won't have it up in time. You, week. Yeah, the, the, the week of the 20th. Well, yeah, uh, the 18th, go. I'm doing custom tape down in Columbia, Tennessee with Jesse Bell. Then the 19th, I'm on the show in Columbia, Tennessee. Um, July, July 19th, I can't remember the uh, building. July 20th, I'm in Clarksville, Tennessee. And then July 21st, I'm working for Brett Lauderdale and Joey Janela uh, in Nashville on uh, Sunday. And then uh, 27th, uh, uh, I'm in Evansville, Indiana for New Focus. And then uh, uh, I think the 30th, I'm at a fair somewhere in Kentucky for Jimmy Walls, Rated X. I can't, I can't remember. Actually. I think I'm at the gathering on the 2nd. And then I'm uh, over here in Owensboro, Kentucky for WWA on the 3rd of August. You know, the gathering, the jugglers. So, yeah, you, know. you you stay busy, man. Uh, I will say pretty, that. You're you're, 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 con- you're constantly you're constantly ripping and going, Tracy, even at this even This at this Saturday I'm in Jackson, Tennessee. Sunday I'm in Knoxville. But, yeah, I try to keep going, you know. It's hard. You know, 26 plus 30 now, you know. Are you are you doing WrestleCade this year? Uh, no one has contacted me yet. There's one uh, that's going to get back with me, and uh, I think I'm going to be there. But you know how it is. I don't know. As far as I know, I'm still I'm there. But but uh, zippy on a couple of things. I believe I don't know. Had gotcha. Few people got so we'll see. Gotcha. No, I fi- I figured I I figured I'd ask. Um, I keep getting asked if I'm going to attend one day. Uh, just to go as a fan. And I yeah, it's a good time. Fan. It's a good time. Well, and did, were you there for the Smoky Mountain thing that they did two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, of course, Jimmy, Bobby Blaze, uh, Bobby Fulton, Tom Pritchard, uh, Dutch Mantel, you know, uh, uh, gosh, and, and myself. 
we're, we're all there. Yeah.